Hey guys, first and foremost, as always, humbled, thankful for you listening to the podcast. Keep hitting me up on Twitter with feedback. Also, um, really excited about something. Over the last several months, it's become uh, very clear to me that the 4Ds product that VaynerMedia has, the one-day consulting session that's $10,000, that's really... kind of going after a business doing a million, maybe 500,000 to 20 million a year in revenue has been really working. We 60 to 70% of the businesses have had ridiculous uh, ROI from the session. And so now I'm rolling it out because it clearly works. So VaynerMedia is uh, super proud to present uh, uh, the four Ds, uh, the daily digital deep dive, GaryVEE.com slash four D the number 4D podcast, GaryVEE.com, 4D podcast, if you're ready to take your business to the next level. On today's throwback episode from 2016, Gary sits down with sportscaster Colin Cowherd on The Herd and talks about the boom of Snapchat, dealing with negativity, and of course, the New York Jets. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Because we're going to be Gary Vaynerchuk uh, is a guy I heard about 10 years ago what he revolutionized his father's wine business into a $50 million a year powerhouse. He is now joining us here in the herd. All right, nobody I know, Gary, has seized YouTube, Twitter, social media in this country like you. The New York Times, CNN, all written about it. Okay, when did it strike you in your life that you were going to be going a different route than your father and people you knew? Weirdly, probably in fourth grade when I was willing to get F's and D's and fight the establishment and realized that I was a businessman and I didn't need school. You know, I, I, uh, I've always kind of looked at the world differently, Colin, and, uh, and so that's when I realized I was different. When I was making $1,000 a weekend selling Barry Bonds rookie cards as a 12-year-old, you know, most 12-year-olds aren't making $1,000 a weekend. So I knew I had something fairly early on. And, uh, and as far as where you're going with it, you know, YouTube, probably 06 is when I'm like, wait a minute, I might not be in the wine business my whole life. Maybe my path to buying the New York Jets is not to build the biggest wine empire in America. It might be this other thing. Yes, you really built the first online wine powerhouse, and you took your father's business. And I, I want to play a tape. This is you recently speaking, Gary Vaynerchuk, at USC. You will get no CEO that's this honest speaking to kids. Let's roll the tape. Let's start with this. I fully, fully, 100,000% with no hedge do not believe that you can teach entrepreneurship, right? So that's awkward. You know, (laughs) when I was your age 20 years ago, entrepreneur meant that you were a loser that was figuring it out. Somewhere around fourth grade when I got an F on a science test, I literally like that day was like, yeah, that makes sense to me because I don't give a about Saturn, right? <laughs> like, 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 I don't, that's not who I am. The number one thing that I could tell you, because I'm desperate to bring value since I'm here, is I think everybody lies to themselves. Uh, which is interesting, because I've said this before, about 10 years ago when I figured out what I couldn't do and was honest about it, that's when I really defined what I could do. So I think that's a very interesting comment. You are, you are on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. You were an initial investor in Uber and Twitter. If I said to you, of all these social media applications and mechanisms, which one is the future, Gary? Which would you choose? Snapchat. Snapchat is 
in the same place that Facebook was in 2008 or 9, which is at scale, 125 million monthly active users, and just on the cusp of aging up, where 30, 40, and 50-year-olds in America will use it on an everyday basis. As you age, you will grow out of the millennials. So, which is vital because you are so connected to social media, they are an instrumental part of your voice. When I say millennials to you today, what's your favorite part? What discourages you? You know, my, my, my favorite part and what discourages me is the same, which is I think everybody's lumping all these kids together. VaynerMedia has 500 of them, and there's plenty of entitled and soft and aren't hungry and too zen, and there's plenty of assassins. I don't think they're any different than Gen Y or Gen Z. I think this is classic, cliche, old white man talk trying to impose that this generation's any different. It's just evolution. And so the truth is I don't even think about it that way, Colin. I don't lump them together. I think about them on an individual one-by-one basis. What do you make of Trump's ascension in the GOP and his use of social media? I think the things that I've believed in marketing for a long time are playing out in this presidential campaign, which is, look, there are enormous amounts of people that don't agree with what's coming out of Donald's mouth, except they just believe that that's what he actually believes. And, and I think that's more momentum than some of his contemporaries. And then he's obviously using, you know, the, the Facebooks and the Twitters of the world to spread his message. But I think his message or his style, trans- whether it's a podcast or TV or social media, he's just doing his thing. Um, I just think he's actually, I, and I know he's actually writing his own tweets and that truth resonates. You've got a 10-book deal. Um, you invest in many companies. You're running your own. You're the CEO of Vayner Media, which is considered an A-list agency by AdAge, which is a, you know, kind of the Bible of that industry. So I'm wondering about your physiology. How much sleep do you require? I'm on six hours. You know, it's funny. I, so listen, I, I'm doing this new vlog. That you, Colin, by the way, you should consider this. Have you seen this genre of vlogging on YouTube where like, people are documenting their day? No. I, I really, I, by the way, I don't know if you know this. You might know this. Do you know that I've only read seven books in my life, and one of them was your book, This Last uh, Winter Vacation? Wow, that's, a, that's a, the highest. Uh, seriously, I, I've never been given a better compliment. <laughs> and not only, and by the way, of all the things you wrote about there, and I don't, I, by the way, I don't have a current feel of this, this is a sore subject or not. I was so fascinated by the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Yes. You know, I don't know, you probably haven't read my new book, but the new book is a lot about EQ, you know, like the intangibles, like the stuff, not the IQ, not the data, not the how few interceptions do you throw, but do your receivers hate you? Like, I I believe in that stuff as a CEO more than anything. I'm actually a dope. When you get F's in fourth grade, you have to be stupid. You have to, like, my, my intellectual capabilities, the information I have in my brain is, is very below average. I just think that my emotional intelligence is going to end up being all time. And that's why I did what I did in the wine business. And I know you love wine and you have a little context for that. And that's why I think I'm going to buy the jets on the back of investing and building media companies. And, uh, I thought that was an incredibly fascinating part of your book. Gary Vaynerchuk. Thank you so much. Serial entrepreneur, author, public speaker, CEO of VaynerMedia. You know, it's funny. I, 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 I have defended Roger Goodell. I say, listen, it's the most public job yeah. outside of President Obama in the world. It yeah. is ridiculous for every guy 
guy on a blog saying that Roger Goodell has no empathy and doesn't care. In the end, he's a highly accomplished person. When you are out there, Gary, and you yes. are out there, there's a lot of criticism for successful people. Yes. What is the pushback for Gary Vaynerchuk, a self-made millionaire? I'm going to assume a lot of people that are listening right now don't know who I am. When you walk into a room of a thousand students at USC and your opening line is, you're a dope for being in this class because no real entrepreneur would ever take an entrepreneur class. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I mean, you're going to, you know, you're going to, I'm going to always deal with 25% of people the first time they ever hear me hate me because they're going to hear the ego and the bravado because they don't realize that on subject matters, like almost anything outside of the New York Jets, wine and business and marketing, I have nothing but humility because I realize I'm a headline reader like everybody else is when they talk about those three subject matters to me when I'm a real practitioner. So I come with fire. I want to, Colin, whether I buy the Jets or not, whether I make a billion dollars or not, whether all these things, besides being a good man and father and husband, I just want to be historically correct. When you're willing to be historically correct, you are going to have a lot of people not like what you're saying. Gary, you have a kind of a simple message on how to fix things. And and obviously, when you are a serial investor or entrepreneur, I mean, Rupert Murdoch's, you know, had companies, MySpace, didn't go the way he wanted. If you take- well, hold, on, hold on, let me stay here real quick. I just want to talk about something interesting. That's the common headline. Right. But in the 18 months that they owned MySpace, where they promoted Fox Studios and other Fox products on that platform, and I don't have the full data, but I'm going to tell you right now, on that $580 million transaction, it is very, very, very possible that they made an ROI positive with that transaction. Wow. Yeah, and, that, and that's interesting, right, Colin? Like, I have a feel for, like, how you roll, especially after reading the book. And, like, I do think, you know, I, when I was reading it, I myself found myself like, oh, man, we kind of see things kind of in some interesting ways. That's an, to me, that's everything. To me, when I read the Aaron Rodgers chapter, I'm like, that's the truth. And there's a lot of stuff, look, you know more than me, but as all these athletes now want to become investors in Uber and Twitter and Snapchat like I am, I've started becoming friends with a lot of people. And as you start rolling in circles, you start knowing a lot of truths, right? Like that prostitute that you talked about or, or call girl, like yeah. you start learning truths, right? I think that's what's so interesting. The common perception on the MySpace deal for Fox and the business world of anybody who's not a practitioner and spends all their time trying to understand is it was a loss. I think, and I know it's much closer to minimally break even, but because of the X-Man movie, which they went on to make a ton of money on, and that was completely on the backbone of MySpace marketing, I think net-net they won. Of all these apps, Gary... Like if yeah. there was a thousand apps to invest in, yeah. what are the what? Why do you invest in some and not others? Twitter, you found interesting, captivating. Yeah. Uh, Uber, what's what is the connective tissue you to a company you'll invest with? Only two things: my intuition on people's behavior before. Like I know right now, a lot of people are listening and they're saying, "I'm never going to be on Snapchat." That's what my 15 year old daughter does. I, 49-year-old Stan, Redskins fan, Washington, I'm, not list I'm never going to be on Snapchat, and I know in 24 months he's going to be. So there's two biggest things that I bet on. What do I think the world's going to do that they think they're not going to do? And number two, the jockey. I bet on the CEO. A lot of times I've bet on CEOs. There's an app right now called After School that if anybody has a high school kid knows that they're on that right now. This is a kid who's pivoted four times right? That I bet on. His first idea was average. He sucked one, two, and three. We had a couple of dollars left. He pivoted into this app and now it's working. So either the jockey, AKA the quarterback, right? Or the idea. 
Gary Vaynerchuk, investor, author, public speaker, CEO of VaynerMedia. Uh, I thought it was important for my audience and myself to listen to him today because we've brought in several people on, uh, brought several people on this show through the years, and you always respond so positively when we bring somebody on who has a big view of the world and the future. From Mark Cuban and now Gary Vaynerchuk, absolute pleasure to have you on, and good luck buying the Jets. I think they're smart to let Ryan Fitzpatrick go. Just my opinion. I think it takes some courage to let a quarterback go that completed sixty percent, but I think it's the right move. So it's a good day to be a Jet fan, in my opinion. I would be more than happy based on the way the team is built and not drafting well for the last five and a half years and having aging receivers yes. to give him a two-year deal. Yeah. The, the, the Denver just proved, and the Kansas City Royals are proving it. You don't need a star quarterback or an ace or home run hitters. It, last time I checked, oh, well, yes, uh, got it. You saved yourself there because the Royals reference. Look, it's been real difficult to win a Super Bowl without a real quarterback. It has. It has. But it, it's proven now you can win a lot of games. There's a lot of teams in this league last year, Kansas City included, the Jets included, that won a lot of games with B-C quarterback play. N- Games, yes, but like Super Bowls. And then, by the way, that only argues to your point. I mean, look what the Eagles are doing. I mean, look, what, by the way, one quick tidbit. I'd love to get your thought on this because I'm a huge sports fan. If I'm an NFL owner in the current state of the NFL, I would absolutely draft a quarterback in the first two rounds of the NFL draft every year until you get your guy. Yes, that's why I've said it. You have to draft Paxton Lynch in the first round if you're Arizona. If that's you're, right. You have to. You because have to. It's just worth it. It's th- just worth there's it. There's only one or two players in the league, Gronk being one of them, that don't play quarterback and in Vegas are worth at least a point. It's yeah. virtually J.J. Watt is not worth a point. You have right. to draft and find I the agree. right quarterback. I agree. Good talking right. to you, Gary. All right, brother. Take care.